0: Phantasm. Is it a nightmare? Phantasm. Is it an illusion? Phantasm.
1: What the fuck is up? And welcome to another inevitable sequel of the Phantasm Podcast. I am Corey Gore-Christ, and with me as always, Dr. Vincent West. Raya. <laughs> hey, and how are you? Good. Good. I'm, uh, you tell everybody what the doctor has prescribed today? We're doing Universal's psycho Fury. With he actually directed it. Uh, I have not seen this in forever.
0: And it should be fun to watch. Because I have not seen this ever since I
1: bought it So it's been sitting on the shelf for about three years. And I have actually never seen this film. I've seen, uh, of course, I've seen Psycho added on VHS. And I had uh, Psycho 2, never seen Psycho 3. So uh, this is Lawnmower Man goodness. It is. Jeff Fagy. That for newer
0: horror fans, he was in the Robert robbery, yes. And there's
1: already a nun planet that, terror in the first like minute of this film. A nun just like fell to her death in clock tower, which is very just that's that's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful scene. It's like Argento couldn't have done that better. It's like almost like an Exorcist like scene, but it's just kind of that's just strange. She just like fell to her death.
0: Another weird thing about this, you know the. the this one and part two I actually saw it a drive in as a kid, which was fucking nice cool, you know? So But I I seriously have not seen this movie in twenty five years. That's insane. Part two gets shown on chiller occasionally, but uh right. that's it. I never get it. And what's
1: chiller? Is it like a streaming horror? No, it's
0: it's actually I, I Actually, should. have probably talked about this before. It's a, uh, if you have AT&T U-Verse, um, they offer it. It's a just a horror channel. Wow. It's not, you know, it's not really great, but it's, I like it. They show a lot of old shit. They should Tales from the Dark Side on there. They awesome, showed, awesome. Uh, Psycho 2, and they showed uh, Once Bitten the other night, which was kind of funny. But
1: Really? I'm yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's, I mean, it's okay. They they show, uh... Jim Carrey, uh, if
1: you haven't seen that, it's an old movie.
0: They they show the Friday the Thirteenth series on there. They show wow. uh, Freddy's nightmares.
1: See, that was like, if I'm not mistaken, the Friday the Thirteenth series was almost like a Twilight Zone. Yeah. For, but it had nothing to do with the actual movies. Okay, when it first came out, I was so mad because I
0: thought Jason was going to be in I did too.
1: hacking people. I did too. But
0: then once I started watching, it, I actually kind of like
1: it. The show's cool. It just has nothing to do with. No, the it doesn't films. have a goddamn
0: thing to do with it.
1: They just use like the the logos and likeness kind of, but it was only. To, I mean. It just had nothing to do with anything. It didn't even have anything to do with Camp Crystal Lake or camp or nothing. It was just, you know, very weird how that worked out. But um, did Sean Cunningham have, <coughs> have anything to do with that? I mean, I think that might be no, the way. no. It, just, it was Paramount just wanting to cash
0: in on the and directed by Anthony Perkins. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he wanted to cash in on the on the um, title itself, yeah. pretty much. Well, I don't think he did. <laughs> and there's Jeff. Yep. He's a rock and roller. Doesn't
1: even look like him. It's crazy. Because when I think of him, you know, he has a mustache and shit. He's just kind of slim. I mean, I it's know it fun. is. He's, it's he, just kind of broken up. Holaf can <laughs> next to his uh, Jesus. Um, I don't know what they call those. Those dash hey figures. Yeah, you know, a Latino. The, <laughs> if but it's yeah. not a you know a Luau lady with a ukulele, it's a uh, it's a Jesus. Uh, a Jesus, yeah.
0: And I'm going to tell you, to me, a- as a child watching this, this this puts me in the best mood. Can you really beat the summers in California on a movie set in the '80s? Oh yeah, I mean, this movie's 1983, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Because if it's '70s, it'd be
0: Texas. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> right. But it's just it's just beautiful. I mean, you get on the this California desert, universal yeah. lot here, and it's fucking beautiful.
1: Yeah. Looks it's good. It's, uh, this Blu-ray, if I may add, looks great. Yeah. And this is 83, and, you know. Which um, Universal keeps up with their, with their stuff, you know. I'm going to double-check that. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Because uh, the Jaws Blu-ray I have looks fantastic, you know. Yep,
0: 1983.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, the Jaws looks really good. And the 2 and 3, when those come out, I'm sure those look fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm
0: I, you know I'm gonna buy those.
1: I've, as far as the three the Jaws three, I don't think they have like a three D thing with it. I don't know no. if they'll do the, I saw the glasses the and the theater, all that stuff. Her, her. Yeah. Um now for part three of Friday the thirteenth, did it come with the glasses for the yeah. Blu ray? It did? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Even even in the box, set? Wow. It yeah. It's pretty neat. See with the two pack I wonder. And that two-pack of it still comes with the 3D glasses. I would imagine it does, because it's... I don't know. You know. I know on the DVD it comes with a few of them and, like, at least two glasses. And you can, you know, of course, go from which version you want to watch. Because right. so, if you just had a 3D version, it would suck for you. Because it would just right. be blurry, you know, blue and red shit the whole time. But uh. You know, I... A lot of people are like, oh, you know, why do you like Psycho 2 and 3 and not the first one? Like, I do like the first
0: one. I just grew this up with these. This one's great.
1: I grew up with these. Who doesn't these the want I more saw. Anthony Perkins, you know? Right. More Norman Bates is It's awesome, you know? So, um, he's a great character. And based off Ed Gein, you know, just like our boy Leatherface is, and, you know. Um, other notable characters in horror movies, you know, because Ed Gein was like the real the real deal at the time you know he kind of
0: well I mean and you also go to Norman Bates it's like he raised he's the bar OG he's
1: slasher man he, he raised the, the bar you know he he's the, the slasher I mean yeah. there's nobody before that yeah. not yeah. that I'm aware of nope. <clears throat> and Hitchcock really you know knocked it out of the park with that character and mm-hmm. writing and adapting someone like Ed Gein and making it more tame but still horrifying at the same time yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, excuse me but yeah you know you get and then there's so many other just things off of the original you know um, Jamie Lee Curtis her mom being Janet Lee right from the original psycho I mean there's so many things that come from all this and and we were talking about you know before we started uh, watching today that you know Tom Holland that did uh, child's play and Frontna wrote uh, psycho 2 which is kind of cool right? And he wanted to direct it, and I guess the studio heads were not having it. But
1: Or maybe Anthony Perkins was like, no, this,
0: this is mine. Well, Anthony, I'll tell you what, what one cool thing to sidetrack into Psycho 2 is that I thought was so awesome. That interview that I watched with Tom Holland, he was like, we've got to, the folks at Universal are like, look, the, the brass at Universal is like, we've got to submit this script to Anthony. He's probably going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Right. Anthony got it and loved it. Huh. Which is why he did it. But then, when when Tom, they wouldn't. I I'm not really sure what happened. Why he didn't get to direct. He didn't really go too much into that. But then, uh, this movie, the one we're watching, Psycho Three. What's so great about this is you know you got Ant fucking Norman Bates is directing it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean
1: now uh, Jeff Fahey's character is trying to you know get it in with this chick, and now that they're I guess broken down and it's raining in their car or they just kind of stopped for a little bit. Yeah, we
0: went to we went from sunny California to raining California. And now Jeff is throwing her her suitcase. He's picked up the hitchhiker girl and called her a stupid bitch.
1: Right? And cuz Jeff's awesome he that. He you know, she's like asleep and uh, he's like got the flashlights looking at her. Her legs and all that stuff, and tried to get with her, and then just totally, you know, he got rejected. So he threw her ass out of the car, and, and then pouring rain, and that just drove it. the
0: fuck away. Goodbye.
1: Like Jeff does. I mean, that's that's him right there. That's what Jeff does. And now we're at the uh, the Bates Motel. Now, does it get any more infamous than that? It's like you got your Camp
0: Crystal Light, You got Bates Motel. Right. I and mean, everybody knows, if you know anything, there's the beautiful house that... Uh, fun story, I got thrown off the Universal Tour for making my own Universal Tour at the
1: uh, Bates, <laughs> Bates Estate. But you actually went straight up the stairs. I
0: did. I checked it. out the hotel first.
1: My so buddy they, they, only let the you, tour.
0: they only let you uh, go to... Oh No, it's worse than that. If you, I mean, I haven't been on it in years, but... At the time, and I'm sure this is still the standard, all you get to do is drive by it, and they stop and let like, you take pictures of it from afar. I'm like, no, I'm getting off the tour. Yeah, it's like, I want to take so a So I basically you know? said I had to, I was going to vomit, which was total bullshit. I was excited. Right. You're I gonna, was nervous. You were going to vomit in excitement. And then uh, snuck off the tour and did moan prowling around the, uh, the set, which was used for uh, this film. And Psycho Two. I don't think it was used for the original. I don't know. Uh, well, there's been some dispute whether it was rebuilt or right. whatever. Was it the same lot, maybe?
1: Either way, it looks awesome. And here we got, it, which I'm um, this. This must be him. The man. Oh yeah. Norman Bates is uh, collecting dead birds. I guess he, you know, he's a taxidermist. He is. Which is even more awesome. And a little bit more of a correlation between him and, and Ed Gein, you know, kind of. Yeah, totally. Even though he wasn't really a taxidermist, you know. <laughs> self-made, well, with people, self-made, maybe. <laughs> self-made taxidermist, yeah. Um, Leatherface was a pretty good Fucking taxidermist, Ed, yeah. you know. He could do it better than Gein himself. Ooh, the
0: Peter Pan 80s jar. Nothing like holding dead birds and eating peanut butter crackers for it.
1: Did he just put one of the eyeballs on it? No. Okay. No, he's just eating peanut butter crackers while there's dead birds in there. Yeah, he just doesn't care. I mean, he's he's got bloody dead birds all over the place, and then he's got
0: (coughs) Here we see Emma Spool, which was revealed in part two as Norman's real mother. Hmm. We've got a flashback now of him killing her. Wow.
1: He's like, "Uh, I'm going to make a wig and start being you. Yeah, come on, doodle. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh shit yeah that is from part two that's his little flashback brutalness
1: and he just hits her in the back of the head with a fucking shovel and he's now I know, he's sawing <laughs> up an arm well he thinks it's uh, an arm but it's he's just I mean all kinds of shit's going wrong right now He's just going into fucking. He's having hallucinations, and all the birds are uh, are alive, and then he's sewing up an arm, and he doesn't know what the fuck he's working on over here. It's a very uh, interesting, though. How he's just so crazy, in that they depict it that way. It's pretty cool. You can feel how crazy. I mean, to is. me, it's it's uh, subtle brutality. Right implied because you just don't know
0: what's going on with him you don't know if you know he's gonna walk up and hug you or hit you with a fucking shovel or stab you in drag so
1: (laughs) and then I like his Nikes they're they're nice I don't really see brown Nikes too much in the 80s usually they're black or white I mean we're barely into this I think this is beautifully shot oh yeah you did a great job of directing it we'll say and now Did Jeff you,
0: Jeff do I
1: know? Oh there he is, he's waving <laughs> <at Jeff> and... <laughs> there he, yeah. It's cool the the title menu for this uh, Blu-ray, it, it just happened in this scene when, when Jeff first shows up and from afar, you know, you see Norman Bates standing outside of the house, you know, the steps and all that stuff, and he waves at him. So on the title screen, if you just sit there and don't press anything, it show it's that same scene where it just shows him sitting there waving. I like staring at you Welcome to my motel Yeah, it's pretty eerie But it's cool, you know
0: Dr. West Mr. Gore Come on up And let me get you a room (laughs) Do y'all want a Peter Pan Peanut butter sandwich?
1: (laughs) Peanut butter sandwiches are free (laughs) Yeah Would you like a bird? I made it myself Killed it myself, too And Jeff's basically like, hey, you need help with your business? You know, he's not even trying to get a room. He responded to a help wanted ad, so that's kind of a new dynamic, you know.
0: That's great.
1: Not really a customer, he's actually there to help. So, you know, he's going to find out real quick just what kind of help he needs.
0: I would love to do a podcast from the Bates Motel.
1: One day it'll happen. We'll, that we'll would go be there. awesome. I don't know how, since it's just like a tourist attraction. I don't know how I would be able to sit like because it's not an actual functioning hotel. There's rooms and stuff in it. Yeah, but I don't think it's an actual functioning. No, but you either.
0: can look in there. You can. They're just empty rooms. Right. It was. I was doing all that. It's so weird. Like I'm right. prowling around the thing, but it's like, why would I not do this? I've You're, seen you this. You should have put films. on a it's wig like... and
1: a robe. And then you'd be prowling around there. <laughs> yeah, that would be
0: great. really scared the hell out of the tourists.
1: Right. Um, to my knowledge,
0: and I have, I should, probably should have researched this before we watched it, I guess, but to my knowledge, this is all still there. I'm pretty sure it's still on the tour.
1: Right. I mean, I'd love to go and wander off. I wouldn't just sit there and take pictures. I would have to. Well, they want you
0: to sit on this fucking thing. It's a, it's, it was just like. I would yeah. have to
1: go to the up to the house at least and, you know. It's like whatever If I'm off the rest of the tour It's like you can just leave me here In this part It's pretty awesome And Mm -hmm. I'll find my way back You know Now he's Gonna eat candy corn I mean I mean in this Is he finding Just an easy victim To stay there Or is he actually needing help
0: well, you never really know, you know. It's been so long since I've watched this. I don't remember what's going on in this. Mm-hmm. Jeff Fahey is a musician. He's traveling and
1: you know. he's wanting some work so he can make some money, I guess.
0: And uh, it's been so long since I watched this. I mean, as far as I know, I I couldn't tell you who's doing even the killing of it. Huh? It's been a long time since I've seen
1: this. I asked Jeff Fahey, he's got like a fucking ghetto blaster with him, so he can listen to his tunes, his death metal. Mm-hmm. He loves this movie
0: too there's the
1: special features on this
0: which is really cool he's also the only person that can pull up a a rebel flag on his guitar and I just think it's cool other than by Daryl yeah I agree he's with just that. sitting there kicking it yeah, yeah, I don't I think he sure. means anything but he's just hanging out
1: yeah he's Jeff he doesn't care Yeah, there's all kinds of uh, special features on here.
0: The sheriff in this is the returning sheriff from the second film. Huh. Um, Norman worked at the diner that they're showing right now, but...
1: He doesn't anymore, obviously.
0: What the hell is that?
1: It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> the fuck is it doing that? I don't know.
0: It's like it's stuck in the... Some technical difficulties, folks. We're bound to happen eventually. I, I don't, don't know,
1: know what it just did. Just restarted the damn film. Whatever uh, gets that shit okay, chapter search it. But... I think it's probably... Yeah, here we Perfect. go. Perfect. Statler's Cafe.
0: We're at the Statler's Cafe. Uh, you know how far
1: away that is from the motel? Is it like right near it? It's
0: in town. You know, there's not much in this town. The only, In fact, the only thing I've ever noticed in this town is Statler's Cafe. And further on in, I believe there's like a courtroom, like a little tiny, tiny, small little downtown area. I thought it was interesting, there was, you know, there's actually a Psycho 4, and I guess they just decided not to fool with that, because I think, I don't know why they didn't do it, actually. You'd think Scream Factory would have had the rights to just throw it out as just a title, just to throw out. I mean, they put
1: out worse stuff. They could have put out Psycho 4. Is Anthony Perkins in uh, 4? No. Is it even Norman Bates in 4?
0: No, if I remember, now, Psycho 4, you want to talk about a long time ago, I don't really remember a damn thing about it. But I know he's not in it. It's weird. Not that I remember anyway. Hmm. Actually, you should look that up. Who's in the movie? I don't remember him being in that, though.
1: Maybe Anthony Perkins directed that one, too. I mean, I don't know. Well, wasn't in it, maybe.
0: I don't remember that. Seems like I remember the kid that played Elliot from E.T. is in (laughs) the film.
1: Weird. It's called The Beginning. And Anthony Perkins is in it. Okay. Let's see here. He's, uh... Calls in to tell his life story to a radio host. Mmm.
0: I remember it now. It's a really strange movie. I thought it was weird. It was a direct-to-video release. Like, it never went to the theater. Right. And I get... I don't know if that's... I don't... I'm not really sure. Maybe the master for this, they couldn't put this on part four on Blu-ray. I don't know. I remember that, though. I remember
1: him calling in, and he's... It came out in 1990. There was a made-for-TV film. That's why. Yeah.
0: It still would have been cool to have. Yeah. I'd have I mean, been happy if they just started and there was them. a special feature, you know. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to have. Was I right? Was the kid from E.T. in that?
1: I'm looking. Let's see. Yep. Yes. Henry Thomas.
0: Fuck yeah. Uh, another, this is completely off track, but I want to plug a movie here for, that he was in. I will tell you a great, and we're, we're it, to me it's horrifying. It's more science fiction, but it was horrifying. He was also in a movie called Fire in the Sky. That movie is fucking awesome. That movie mm-hmm. is fucking boss. It's a great film. It's about a real alien abduction that happened. That's pretty cool. It's it's pretty awesome. James Garner's in it. It's actually pretty awesome. But well, I'm pretty sure he's in that. But either way, it's good. He movie. was
1: in a movie called Cloak and Dagger, which was written by Tom Holland. <laughs> I love that movie. He was in that too. Great, great, great movie. Demi Coleman's in that as well. And Tom Holland did that.
0: Yeah. Great movie. It's also another Universal thing. I guess that's probably how Tom probably got Cloak and Dagger because did I didn't know he was
1: from Poughkeepsie, New York. Tom Holland. Yeah, that's I where did, my I fucking mama's
0: from. I didn't know that either. Insane. I mean, I knew your mom was from there, but I don't. I, don't, I didn't know that uh,
1: Tom was from. There. And then Cloak and Dagger. Here's another funny thing. Brian May from Queen did the soundtrack. Weird. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know that. Is that on Blu-ray? That seems no. Like It'd be a really fun release. It's a it's a it's it's a bare bones
0: DVD because I've got it. Right. But it's just depressing because I, I I would love to have that on Blu-ray just because it was like a childhood thing. Actually,
1: I feel like um, Screen Factory's put or Shout Factory's putting that out. Really? If I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure. Should look that up.
0: Anyway, so now we've got the girl that was picked up earlier by. Jeff Fahey is now in the diner and Norman sees her and is having flashbacks of his first notorious victim from the first film, Janet Leigh. It's a kind of a cool flashback. If you've never seen the original Psycho, it's a way ahead of its fucking time. Uh, aside from any fact that Hitchcock's a genius, but right. just, just, just a great film. And the, uh, these these were fun for me as a kid because I'm just like I felt like I was getting shared something that I you know probably really had no business getting shared with and thank God they made these movies. Sure. I would have loved to have met him. Oh, and there's a have you seen this lady one ad for the woman that he hit with the shovel in part two. <laughs> <laughs> got the shovel of death to the back of the fucking head right <clears throat> which not sure how accurate that was in part two they that woman claimed to be his real mother but and that the, his mother that he imitates in the killings would have been his adopted mother but I don't know how much folklore or lore to that is legit I don't know right Norman's back at his house playing the keys playing some piano. Uh, and Jeff is eating again. In this like a, a burger from the diner or something. I love Jeff Fahey. I really do. Would, lo- would love to meet him. Love to get this signed. I just think he's fucking awesome. He's a cool motherfucker, man. He is, man. He's fucking... And here comes the uh, hitchhiker he ditched. The movie he was in would love to have this. Even on DVD, it doesn't even exist. A movie called Body Parts.
1: You were telling me about that. He's
0: in a car accident. real bad car accident. And they give him someone else's body parts. And the body parts they give him are from a fucking homicidal maniac serial killer. So he has no control of his certain parts of his body. It's fucking awesome. It is pretty cool. But I love Jeff Fahey. I think it's awesome. Another side note, if you guys are fans of Robert Rodriguez, he's apparently a huge fan of this film. And it's what landed him a working relationship with Robert Rodriguez was because Robert was such a fan of uh, Psycho 3. Hmm. Loves Jeff in this. It's on the special features on Blu-ray. It's whole little thing about it. It's pretty cool. Now, the hitchhiker girl is giving money, how ironic, to Jeff Fahey that tried to rape her at the beginning of the
1: film, All right.
0: for a hotel room.
1: I guess she has no choice. I mean, she totally does. She can just go to another hotel.
0: <laughs> and there's Norman lurking around the porch.
1: Doing what he does best.
0: I love the stalker element of him. I just think it's like it's creepy. He's like a small child. He's more just it's like he's curious, but he's also like a you know psychotic pervert. A which creep, is, yeah. Yeah. It's great. <clears throat> I went through that phase. Is that weird? <laughs> I, did, no. I did. I did. I did some mild stalking in my day. I did.
1: Everyone's done it somewhat. People do it on Facebook now. They have more of a.
0: I wish I'd owned a hotel. I could have got rid of some of the bodies that way a little easier. But
1: Right. But people on Facebook stalk now, I mean, they have more of a reason and outlet to do it than people have ever had. Because you can just stalk a person on Facebook and know what they're doing, you know. And people are definitely... There's, oh, there's, there's Mother. Yeah, there's Mom. You know, what's cool is that we should, You know, Sunday is Mother's Day, so it's pretty cool we're watching this, actually. Get the, it worked out in its own weird way. Get the Mother's way. Day yeah. thing going. Happy Mother's I didn't even think about it, but Happy it Mother's Day, Day that, to
0: all it, the. It works that pretty well.
1: <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to all you crazy motherfuckers that watch this kind of shit on Mother's Day. Exactly. <clears throat> we are. Yeah. Um, or watch Friday the Thirteenth Part One, or Alien. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I guess Aliens or Alien Three. Be more appropriate for the for Ripley. I wonder how bad well, she. Well, we kind of hit it out of the
0: park with this. I don't even think about it like Yeah, I, I really did. I don't know what made me want to watch this, but it's more of a running time go. issue. We've
1: got a Mother's Day special here for you guys. You can thank and us later.
0: <laughs> the Hitchhiker Girl is now unpacking in
1: her in her room. And did you, did you like the newer? Psycho movie, like the remake they did?
0: The Vince Vaughn one?
1: With Anne Haysha Yeah, I her. did. It's funny, because this... A lot of people The Hitchhiker hate looks like Anne Hayes really.
0: Actually, yeah, she does. I saw it at
1: the theater, actually. I think I'm like, sure I think i pretty sure I saw
0: it. Did do that movie?
1: I think so, Some, yeah. I saw it in theaters, I'm pretty sure. It's actually... It wasn't bad. I like Vince Vaughn in that mm-hmm. movie, I don't know why, but he did a pretty good job with it. hmm
0: and now the Hitchhiker Girl is having a nervous breakdown, ironically, beside a Bible on her hotel room
1: table. This film has a lot of very uh, anti-religious elements to it. Yeah. It's like the nun dies in the beginning, just kind of, you know. <coughs> now, was that a friend of hers? Because she was at that church or whatever that that nun died. I, I don't know. remember and then she, I wanted to say that it was actually that's how she, or it's an accident or something, right? Because that's how after that she becomes you know the hitchhiker because she walks right. away from that church after that happened, <clears throat> and then you know Jeff Fay he's trying to get a piece and there's that Jesus on the dash and she freaks out and kicks him and then she sees the Bible and she cries you know. So she has a lot to remind her about that incident.
0: The bar that Jeff's in here, and this should be noted, I would love to have just a man cave that looked like this bar. It looks fucking bitchin'. It's just fucking cool. It's got pinball machines. It's got fucking... uh, It's it's very dim lit. It's like very... Lots of beer signs or some TVs going. Maybe got some news or sports stuff on. It's pretty cool. We have to have hockey on, you know. Yeah, man, or fucking football during football, football season, whatever. Baseball. Have it all on. But mm-hmm. this this would be like the ultimate man cave, because this is fucking this bar is just really cool. It's like the Oh, Kiss Pinball Machine. There you go. Original Kiss Pinball Machine in the fucking bar.
1: I'm sure they had to pay KISS a good amount of money to show that in this film. Funny thing is, I bet they don't even know. Now we the cat's out of the bag, Gene. You can sue Universal. There's no way they don't know. They know every little thing they've sold. I don't know. I think we Gym. may have found us
0: a we may have found a gem here. We're gonna have I, to call I, Gene Simmons. I, as much as I would love to think that the members of Kiss watch horror movies, I don't think they do. The closest thing that I've ever read that any original member of Kiss liked movie-wise that I do. Ace Frehley is apparently a huge James Bond fan.
1: Well, that's awesome. So I feel like they don't even watch movies. Like, hey, Gene, you know in Psycho 3, there's a... The <laughs> I Pinball bet he machine. doesn't know. Hey, Cat's just, out of the bag, Gene. You can sue Universal. <laughs> he's just like, really? I'm going to have to get on the phone with somebody. It's like, all right.
0: Universal, you owe me back pay, because we've got a Kiss Pinball machine in the bar scene where Jeff Fahey's getting loaded.
1: It's like, well, Gene, you owe me money for Sonic Boom. Interesting. Another, uh, Another weird... Uh, demonic reference or uh, anti-religious painting on the wall. So a woman being raped? She doesn't look rape, She looks happy. So, uh... Oh, it's the peephole. The hotel nice. peephole. Norman's
0: glory hole.
1: Come on down to Norman's famous glory hole. And now uh, we've got... Wow, he's... I mean, he's just got great, impeccable timing. It's like he just... He sees this naked chick with two, like, demon-like creatures in this painting, and he gets them hot and bothered, and he's like, I wonder if there's titties under this painting. And sure enough, he's, uh...
0: He's he was, right there. Is it wrong that as a kid I wanted one of these? A peephole yeah. in a
1: hotel. Well, yeah, it's not wrong.
0: But more, I'd rather had it to a. Every kid wants to see I'd rather had some, it to a, a peephole to a lingerie store. Right, every but. kid
1: wants to see, you know, a free boobage when they don't have to. Because if you're a kid, you're not going to get an older chick, you know. And there's some some butt action. Which is always good. It's it's a little butt. It's not a not a huge eighty butt. You know, it's good though. Usually you get the. Uh, The huge Baywatch ass. Oh, there's the knife. And he's got the robe. He's in the mommy. My shit's going down. This movie's just picked up, kids. And it is still creepy, you know. I love, I mean. See him in the, you know, they're pretty much recreating the iconic scene of the first film where, uh, you know, she's in the shower and here comes Norman, you know. Well, I mean, we assume this is Norman. Is it Norman? I don't know. You know, you never... Right. In the original film, you know, you don't... You know, you think it's his mother or whatever, and then you find out his mother's dead. It's the huge thing. And well, then, like yeah. in part two, you know, they kept blaming Norman for all this stuff, and it was actually
0: that gr- that girl's mother. Right. That he was letting live there. They, they were trying to set him up. Right. Whoa. Oh. She's committing suicide. She slashed her wrists and Norman's standing there. Wow, more sacrilege.
1: Yeah, I think she accidentally killed that nun and she's just kind of over it, you know. That's that's pretty fucking crazy. I'm digging this. This is a good... I mean, here's Norman in full regalia and then she's already done the favor for him and cut Jeff herself. Jeff, A he's
0: back in this bitchin' bar that I would love to have those red booths just kicking. he's got a red
1: candle burning talking to this broad. I'm not sure who she is. With some Miller cracked open. Yeah. You know. Seems, and he's got like a stein above him. looks pretty cool. I mean, this bar is bitchin', man. And it kind of looks like a house, you know? Like it's a, a universal 80s set bar. It's fucking great. If, uh, if this bar is still around, <coughs> we should go there. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> the
0: side note: I was really depressed when this release came out that there wasn't a haul of ground for these. Yeah, because
1: they, you know, you got the, he the cafe. He could maybe got
0: permit permission to go. I don't
1: know about the the hooks, You know, the actual hotel. Well, he anything. may
0: have been at, or he would have just done something. But it I would have loved even, that you knew Sean where you sneak on the property. It would have been
1: cool to see the diner and the and the bar and stuff. Even though it's a minor detail of it.
0: Okay, so the girl that he was going to slice and dice that had slashed her wrist in the in the back. She's in the hospital
1: now. Yep. I guess, uh, Norman, you know. Norman took,
0: actually saved her life.
1: Took off his shit and called the, the ambulance, you know.
0: Actually, and it was definitely Norman about to kill her because Jeff was at the bar the whole time getting loaded.
1: Right. He was trying to cash in on some
0: love this sheriff cannot think of this guy's name he's fucking awesome he was a universal uh, actor that's been around for fucking ever he did television shows and stuff in the 80s and late 70s I fucking love him I cannot think of his name but
1: right and he was in uh, Psycho too. yes yes he was
0: hell he could have been in the first one for all I know I don't know my facts on the first film right I do a lot of black and white, but it's got to be Vincent Price,
1: right? The Hitchcock black and white stuff's good.
0: No, Hitchcock's fucking awesome. It's just if I'm gonna watch something, I'm gonna watch more probably Vincent Price or fucking. You but know. they put all that shit in color. The uh, some of a it, lot yeah. Of the yeah,
1: stuff. Uh, Birds I've seen in color. It's oh, it's great, weird, yeah. but it's cool, you know. Because I always watch in black and white, but seeing it in the color is pretty. pretty Side surreal. note:
0: My favorite Hitchcock film is Family Plot. Family Plot. Here's another fun side note. In the movie Days to Confused at the drive-in, if you watch that film, at one point it pans over and you can see that family plot is playing at the local drive-in. Awesome. I'd
1: probably say Vertigo's mine. I don't know. It's a great movie. That or Psycho. I mean, Rear Window fucking awesome too. Yeah. I mean, he was, you know, the first master of horror, you know, and he influenced all the people we love. So of course. <coughs> Him and all the hammer guys, you know. Oh god, you can get me started on that. I love that shit. Set and raise the bar for everything. See the funny part about this is now, um you know, this Maureen I guess is the the chick's name, the the hitchhiker that tried to commit suicide. Um You know, Norman had went in there and tried to kill her or whatever. And now he's sitting there with her and he's like offering her to stay in his hotel. You know, free of charge and all that.
0: He's like, please, come stay with me. It's okay, I didn't get to kill you yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and there's the famous, we all go a little mad sometimes. Which is... uh, well, it's a very emotional scene here. He's really trying to to comfort her and get her to stay. Because he wants to fucking hack her up. Still, yeah. After all that.
0: He's going to sew you up and taxidermy you and put you in the basement.
1: <laughs> right next to Mommy. Oh, it's just a crazy turn of events because now he's like, no, stay. Come on.
0: I remember there was a poster... It was for either this film or Psycho 2 when I was a kid at the theater, and it said, you know, it was the ad for it, and it was like, Norman Bates is back off his rocker. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. And
1: then before we put this movie on, uh, the doctor insisted that I, I watch the old trailers for it, and it's actually really fun. They're great. They're fun trailers, where it's just like, you know... Psycho nope. 3 rated R. Yeah. It's like, Norman Bates is off his rocker, you know. And there's Jeff Healey with another with another bar chick. You know, he's just, hot, hot, hot. This is she he's is, just getting him every night. That's what he's been. You know, he's a traveling musician. You know, he's he needs his his, his downtime. When well, he's not rocking out, this is what he's he's trying to be a, a traveling rock star. You know, that is Miss Brink Stevens. He's getting bar She's been in a lot of stuff. And we, uh, really notable stuff.
0: You know, off the top of my head, I'd have to look.
1: She looks familiar for sure.
0: No, she's met Norman.
1: I mean, that's the person you want to meet if you're out at night. You know, old Norman. If you're would at help the you. hotel. She's not even wearing a bra. She's just got like this cut-off sweater top thing that I've never even seen before. seen a lot of 80s movies. Never seen what she's wearing on anybody before. It's just a weird outfit. I don't know what that is. She's wanting Duke's dick. Duke
0: (laughs) is deaf to pay. She's wanting his...
1: Swan, wanting his Duke. <laughs> <laughs> the Duke of duking.
0: Now she's strutting away to fuck Jeff Ahe.
1: Drop the Duke.
0: Just wanting the Duke. It's like she's already had the Duke now. Jump
1: ahead and she's wrapped in a bed sheet smoking a cigarette. They ain't even Oh you got the boobs, there you go. It's it can't be a horror movie without some vagina. And yeah. Jeff Fahey is basically I mean he's a spread eagle in this thing. And she's
0: licking porno pictures on the wall while Jeff Fahey masturbates with lamps, it was
1: like. Whenever they said, you know, Anthony Perkins would uh turn you into a lampshade. That's not what I meant. (laughs) I don't want to see Jeff Fahey turn himself into a lampshade using his penis. I thought they'd done it. I guess not. This is is a very weird scene in and of itself. It's just a strange scene. Because now they're getting it on. They're just in like a, a weird lighting and it's not very intimate. It looks very sleazy. Yeah, sleazy, definitely sleazy. Which I'm sure Anthony Perkins is adding to the sleaze, and he's just like, "Oh yeah." That's awesome. He stopped her while they're fucking
0: and said, "Hey, watch the guitar."
1: <laughs> and that's uh, that's actually one of the the titles for the uh, sections and the special features. It says. Watch the guitar, and it's an interview with Jeff Fahey about... It's the great. Party. It's, it's a such party. a great...
0: It's a great interview with him.
1: And she's nudie pooty in this uh... stuff. <laughs> and Jeff Fahey just got called a shitheel. because he he's totally rock starring this chick cause she's trying to hang out and he's just trying to get her out of the hotel like yeah take this five bucks or I mean he just fucking threw her ass out of this room he does not care that's like the Jeff
0: Fahey man he's gonna do his thing
1: he's a fucking rock star (coughs) He just like it is a good thing. He just like threw <clears> her <throat> shit,
0: threw her clothes at her too.
1: Oh yeah. I mean they were done and he was like you know. I picked. Oh she a her. hooker? She's got cash in her panties. He threw it at her. He was like here take five bucks. Cause she you know she was trying to hang out her love on him and he was like you know. I picked you up at a bar after one lousy drink and you want her. something
0: hot about a chick walking around in a thong with cash stuffed in it. <laughs>
1: But he I'll was like, like, "Hey,
0: did you need a place to stay?"
1: Yeah, he was like, "I picked you up after one beer. You know what do you want to do, marry me?" Then he was like, "Here, take five bucks and get out of here." She is now in a phone booth.
0: And you know, if you who don't know what a phone booth is, it was a thing that you got in to make phone calls before the era of cell phones.
1: And before, uh, it was used as a as a time travel device in, in Doctor Who. For uh, and she just got
0: naked in it again.
1: See, phone boots now are used so hipsters can go forward in time and ruin everything. Oh. Mommy's home. Man, this is great. Getting
0: fucking hack, she's got, got that
1: sh- she's got that stupid sweater thing over her head, so she can't even fucking see what's going on. Got Blood going all over the fucking phone booth. She's stepping on glass everywhere, so there's blood on her feet. She's just, got her
0: sweater mask.
1: I mean, the only person she needs to be calling now is the fucking coroner. Just beautiful. That was character. actually
0: a pretty awesome kill.
1: That was fucking brutal. It was like an upward view I and mean, Anthony Perkins did a great job directing this film. It looks... I and mean, that was great. But yeah, uh, as I was saying, hipsters now use phone booths to uh, travel forward in time and ruin everything. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I want to actually focus our attention now to uh, some some death metal uh, news. I don't know if you've heard about this, but actually I want to see how you feel about this because I think it's kind of weird. Apparently this fan in Chicago, his uh, best friend died and he said in his will that he wants his ashes to be scattered in the pit of like all these shows. After he's dead, and his best friend <coughs> honored that and took his ashes to all these shows that he's been going to, and the bands have actually gone through with it and taken the dude's ashes and threw them on the you know in the pit and stuff. What bands? Uh, Take, uh, Behemoth, and Dying Fetus, I think, are the three. That's really weird. It is weird, isn't it? Let's how is he... he done doing this yet, or is he still? I think he still has some. It's like this big like veil he has with his ashes in it. No, I did not know about and that. He's been taking it to shows for him, and and they the bands have been dumping his ashes for him.
0: But they're dumping it on the crowd,
1: like in the pit. Yeah, I don't
0: think I'd be comfortable. With not that. on the
1: crowd, but you know, like I guess they're throwing it off stage. <laughs> <don't>, know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hey, if that's what you wanted to do,
0: that's cool. I think it's cool that bands have, are I'd rather have it. my remains, you know, sprinkled over John Carpenter's grave. <laughs> and if if that's not the case, then I'd rather you know. You know where I want prices.
1: my you know where I want my ashes? No idea in the ecto.
0: I mean, look, <laughs> hey, if that's what he wanted, that's cool. Right. I've or got to be honest with you, though, as you know, and I'll, I'll ask you this, musician a musician. If somebody came to me and was like, would you do this? I would be like, absolutely not. I would not be comfortable doing that. Really? And then not, not as a, not as one of the, like, he would really like if you threw his ashes I would not feel comfortable doing that. Right. And I, not in a disrespect for, like, I'm angry way. Just like, right. that's
1: a little too much right. for me. Well, the thing that's weird about it it's is It's a like, little too, that's way too personal. It's like, yeah, you're getting the bands to do it, which is great. But it's like, you're really just putting him in this venue that you're going to. You know what I mean? It's like the bands, it, it happened at the shows where... Is he traveling to different
0: cities and having them do this
1: stuff? No, it's all in, like, Chicago.
0: Why didn't you just sprinkle him over Chicago,
1: then? I mean, it would be... That's what I'm saying. I guess he wanted... I mean, the guy, I guess his, his will, he didn't really think too much about it. Because it's like, you know...
0: I mean, hey, I'm unless not Unless it's just the process
1: it, just, where it's like, hey, I want Nurgle to spray my, you know... Remains like during their show I guess that part of it
0: Knowing him I'm surprised he fucking did it but.
1: but in reality it's like In reality your asses are just In this venue so you must really like the venue a lot Cause I know that the uh, The band members Were spreading your ashes for you which is cool But at the same time It's like your asses are just In a venue now It's It's over And it's been at the same venue a few times so I don't know
0: I mean, if that's what they wanted to do, hey man, go for it. I just, Me personally, if somebody came to me and was like, hey, would you do this? I'd be like, look, no disrespect, I'm not comfortable doing that.
1: Right. I don't know if I would or not. I mean, it's just kind of, it's just a weird thing. I mean, I guess with the black metal bands, are like, hell yeah. You know what's
0: amazing to me, though? If, if you don't mind me going on a small little inside this box.
1: It's what the doctor ordered. We go to a lot of shows. We do. And a lot. That's an understatement.
0: We go to a lot of shows, and, <laughs> and, and, and it's amazing to me, and I just I just want to point this out as a side note to this story. It's interesting to me that sometimes I can't even get these people to even talk to me for a second, but they'll go spread some dude's ashes. Yeah,
1: that's well, kind of... Maybe know. I'm being...
0: And I don't mean to sound cynical about it, but I meant that very much, very cynically.
1: Maybe because maybe it's, a, it's a sentimental thing, and they don't want to be like, no, no, man, I'm not doing that. But at the same time, it's like you know i'm not dead i'm okay i, I just want to say something you know. I, know I just want to talk for a minute i don't i'm not gonna I mean, here's
0: here's my thing my point with where i'm going with that is i feel like that's an if extreme you're gonna sp- if you're if you're going to spread ashes for a kid then you can stand outside and sign a cd book or take right. a picture
1: yeah, and sure. if you
0: can't sign a cd book or take a picture you probably shouldn't throw some dudes ashes in a crowd
1: it's just the extreme it's like wouldn't you want the guy that's like a lot. I want to sign your, your book and you know sign your CD and then instead of a guy like, hey, my friend's dead. Can you like throw him on this? I mean, look, and I
0: that's great. That guy wants to do that. Whatever. I, I'm I'm actually just to be clear for anybody that's getting confused about what I'm saying. I'm attacking the bands on this. It's interesting that they can go do that or they're like, hey, I went and you know did this thing for charity, but I can't stop and take a fucking two second picture with somebody. Right. Where, you, Which get usually, the, where yes. you get the where you get the Kenny Powers and you get the there you go sport take a hike you know, it's like
1: it's like you know I I don't know usually thankfully we don't run into that issue too too much we've but, been lucky uh, but,
0: but, we ha- but
1: we have it so usually you know. it's these butthole tour managers that ruin shit it's not even the bands it's just like hey man these guys are time and money it's just like well, I don't know but we have met some oh
0: yeah. They'll remain nameless for the time being, but we have met some people that were out of their way to be a butthole and just be a shit. Which when, I understand. When they could have been like, "Hey, there, you know, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do your, there you, I can't do your race freely, but you know, there you go. You know, and you, and but I just think it's a double standard when it's just like this kid died and he wanted us to run the marathon in fucking Wyoming and we did. Yeah, we went. And but went and but we... now now you. Uh, Doctor West, you need a picture. You need something signed. I uh, go
1: fuck yourself. Yeah. Just like what? Do you want to like jog for my my heart health or? In other words, you, word, you know. It, yeah, you know. Either do it all
0: or don't do anything. Right. You I know, see that. Yeah. Don't 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 run in a charity race <laughs> for a fan folks, and not take a picture for somebody that takes two seconds to do. Folks,
1: if you're gonna be, you know, in a band and be a rock star, be like Lex Luger. Be the total package. Yeah. <laughs> you know, be
0: a fucking man. If you're gonna you you wanted that that lifestyle, you know, honor it. And I if if you're and I'll just go on the record on this too. We didn't use time about music stuff this much, but you know, you you go to a show, you paid to get in the show, you 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 purchase these people, whether it's on iTunes or you physically bought the on vinyl or CD or whatever's going on with it, you bought a shirt, whatever, they can talk to you for a couple seconds. If they can't, you're just being an ass. Right. I don't there's no excuse for that. I am not buying it, you know. And I and yeah. going to this too. Something else that I hate. And I, we probably should have talked about this first fucking podcast. These bands charging to to to, to meet their fans. Fuck you. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. I'm sorry. It's that's <clears throat> if you're that fucking broke, you should probably get another
1: career. Especially you know if like you're you're not Kiss. If you're a fucking dead band. It's like I understand. On. You know, a band like Kiss is sure, is, sure nah, not
0: right. You're Aerosmith. You, you, you're whatever. You're fucking Rolling Stones. You're gonna have to charge the fucking meet. And I, and I get that.
1: Yeah, because they're like, but the you're playing in fucking celebrities. And they're charging point. for a fucking meet and greet. Yeah, it's a place uh, where where it's you know an incentive to like hang out anyway with. Here people. we go,
0: and and this this isn't even this isn't even death metal. And I'll I'll just go on a rant here about this because you were with me, right? Uh, my significant other, she and I went. Uh, Mr. Gore Christ went with us. We we went and saw uh, the former guitar player of the Misfits, or Doyle. Yeah. And what was he charging to meet people? <laughs> Fifty dollars. Fifty fucking dollars to meet this has been at a fucking <laughs> at a at a fucking bar that had twenty people in it.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. That's. Are you fucking kidding me? And people paid for it. A ton of people. Got. Are you
0: are you fucking kidding
1: me? I met him. For free, outside of uh, Summer Slaughter in Richmond, Virginia. Barbecue! Yeah, barbecue, because he was fucking the the singer of Arch Enemy, so he was just hanging out there. And uh, he knew some people that were there that I was waiting around with. And, uh, cool guy, but it's like, you know, why are people paying 50 bucks to meet, you know, this guy? It's like, you know... I mean look it's like it's like Bob Roussey starting a a a, band, a new death metal band. He's charging fifty dollars to meet Bob Roussey. I mean that would be fucking awesome to meet Bob it would, yeah. from from Cannibal Course, but it's like I'm not paying fifty dollars, dude. Like I don't I just don't understand that. And look,
0: you know what, I I would rather them be like, Look. You know, and, and, and I I'm gonna go on another one with you real quick. I've never asked you about this. This is a huge thing to talk about. We're talking about music. This is a beautiful thing to talk about. Good. What is up? This is just my opinion. What is up with filmmakers that have money and musicians that have money? I'm going to go use Kickstarter. That way I don't have to pay a cent for it.
1: I don't know. That's been. Makes me want to fucking. That's been. I don't understand.
0: I'll be clear on this, too, guys. Y'all listen. Hear me out there in the podcast universe on this. Dr. West, here it is. I'm laying it raw here for you. If you are a fucking millionaire. Like Rob Zombie. And you're going to go on Kickstarter and ask for money? Are you fucking kidding me? I have no I'm idea. I'm not paying for your fucking movie, you prick. Are you fucking He did! I know. That, are you fucking kidding? Again, I'm not talking about a band that's broke, that's trying to get some kind of resurgence going. I understand that that's what Kickstarter should be used for. Even a filmmaker. But are you fucking kidding me with these people? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Marilyn Manson. I need a bunch of money to make this record. I'm not saying he did that, but I'm like, fuck you, man. Well, you know what they do, and if you And if you're <clears throat> fucking broke, you and your blow problem came before your art. So
1: <laughs> they they tell you they need to reach like a goal or whatever. So they set it super high. They're like, this is what I need. And if you do this, then. You know they have all these incentives. You can
0: come over and fuck my wife. Yeah, that's, that's all. These... She'll jerk
1: you off on her couch if you give us. Then you give get, us a bunch of money. If you donate ten dollars, you get a free button. And or or well, if you here... donate seventy dollars, you get a signed poster
0: and you get to fuck my wife. Here's you. Here's you. One that I think's fucking stupid too. It's like you donate the money, we put your name in the in the thank you credits of of the CD. It's like you mean CDs that nobody buys anymore except people like me and and Mr. Gorecross. It's like <laughs> nobody even buys physical media and you put my name in it because I gave you fucking ten grand. Blow me, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, look, look, I, I'm, ta- I'm specifically people using that that have money. It's like yeah. you're you're as here's that you one, here's you one, record folks. labels. Here yeah. you go, here you go. Why was a piece of shit? I, I, everybody out there, I hate deathcore. I think it's fucking stupid. Um, Whitechapel, which I know they have money. Somebody has money. They have a record label. You're on Metal Blade. You have a, and you're and you were on Kickstarter begging for people to pay. That, that, give me a fucking break.
1: Paying for a DVD. Give me a
0: fucking break. You, that never you got You have money, out. and you yeah. well, we need money to put the no. You have money in your pocket that you made from touring and doing other stuff that you got from shirts and 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 fucking you know kids at Hot Topic. Use that money to pay for your shit. I'm well, tired of this. I'm not financing your bullshit. Again, I'm not talking about someone that is broke, that was successful at some point in time, or contributed to the horror community or the death metal community that needs money to finance a record or a film. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about some prick like Rob Zombie that has money. I mean, he's got money. He brags about it. He has money. You have money. You got Your, your wife has her own clothing line. You've got fucking these huge tours you do. You know don't get on Kickstarter and beg for money to make a film. That, that's
1: that's fucking ridiculous. To Classless. Me. I mean, you're just asking your fans for money. I mean, money.
0: Fuck, give me a fucking break. It's like, you, you know,
1: it's you like... You know how you ask your fans for money? You put out merchandise, you put out CDs on your own, and then we buy them, and that's how we make but you make little, money my off the of fans. Thing is, so. I mean, shouldn't there be somebody, you know, at Kickstarter should be like there should be a discrepancy for for people
0: that are allowed to use this? It's like, we're gonna let these millionaires use. Hey, I'm Donald Trump. I'm running for president. Uh, I, you all want to finance me on Kickstarter? It's like <laughs> you you're rich, dude. You know, what I mean, I'm not saying he's on there, and I'm not even talking about anything political. I'm just saying, you know, it's a good example because he's a fucking millionaire. It's like. You don't need money to finance something. Finance it your fucking self.
1: Yeah. yeah, people can always use money, and especially if they rip people off because you know you get these little incentives. You know is how they get you, where it's like, oh, you can uh, you get a, a the twenty five dollars pays for your Blu Ray copy if you if you go ahead and donate now, and you get a free poster with it, and you get a you get a keychain, you get a. Fridge magnet, and you get an air freshener. Wife. And get an air freshener. You get a, a fart machine. You get a, you know.
0: Look, look, and I, I didn't mean it, but it's it's ridiculous. It's like I mean, and I've never, and I've gotten into an argument with this guy that I know, and you know, he's always defending Kickstarter. To me, I'm like, I, I get why it's there,
1: but Rob Zombie doesn't need a Kickstarter. Neither to does film.
0: Sam Raimi. You you did those Spider Man films. You made millions of dollars. I'm not saying he's on there but if he got on there and wanted to donate money for a film I'd be like fuck you dude. Yeah. You're a fucking Hollywood director It'd be like JJ Abrams being on fucking Kickstarter. I need money. Really? You have the most successful financial film of all time and you need money? Fuck you. <laughs> it's bullshit. It is you know, bullshit. use it. It should be used for people that need it, not for fucking It's like uh, I could go on all day about that. It drives me insane. It's it's fucking ridiculous. And I these fucking people begging for fucking money. It's like from and then they're like these are our and, and i another thing to tell you guys out there too. And this oh <laughs> Corey, this bothers me. Th- then then they show up at the show and they're all like, yeah, I'm their biggest fan. I donate this fucking album. It's like fuck you. I was listening to this before you were fucking born. <laughs> Don't fucking Try to act like you're the... You're like, everybody's out fanning them, somebody. You know, it's like, oh, I'm the bigger fan. It's like, because I donated money to
1: the Super not <laughs> money. It's many. like,
0: no, you're a goddamn fool. You're the same <laughs> guy that tips on a fucking jerk-off cam session. <laughs> Why would you tip when everybody else is already doing it? It's fucking stupid. Do you think I'm fucking dumb? Well,
1: it's like, all you gotta do is go out there and buy their records and support shit. You don't gotta... Uh, I'll, I'll be on Kickstarter, man. I got... I'm no,
0: I mean, they do. They, there were fucking people doing that.
1: I went to a show the other night. I'm not
0: going to mention who this band I'm was. I'm one
1: of 800 people on that list of credits for people who donate money. This
0: happened the other night. You serious? Yes. Uh, Wednesday night, I went to Atlanta to go to a show. <clears throat> I'm not going to say who it was. And the band is arguably probably broke because of court costs and some other things that they've done they did the big Kickstarter campaign it worked for them but then I've got these people walking around like I donated I'm their biggest fan I donated I'm the biggest fan it's like you know what man fuck you <laughs> I don't give a shit it just tells me you're a jerk off
1: right.
0: I, you know how I donated Did he have I paid a sh- money to come to the fucking show I fucking bought a, you know, a shirt if I fucking want one did he and, have a shirt that said I donated yes.
1: did he really yes I donate they make
0: them these fucking things where it's like they, and all you're all your, you know what you're, all you're doing you're alienating your fan base doing that right well it's these are our real fans hey thanks for the ticket and taking off work and coming spend your money to come see us but fuck you because they donated our kickstarter campaign
1: <laughs> it's like fuck you man meant to play something I guess I added in later because it's funny it that one let's see that
0: is it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I did, and I went there. I went there today. I hadn't went there yet, but I went there today. I I just can't deal with it. I uh, closing words on that fucking Kickstarter pisses me off. If you use it properly or don't use it, it's fucking right. stupid.
1: Well, there's no reason to, to And you're not me. a
0: bigger fan than me because you donated to something. It just tells me you ha- you're, you're an idiot and you have more money than you need, because if you're donating to something that doesn't need to be funded, then these idiots wouldn't keep getting on there and asking for it. Right. Rob Zombie doesn't need money.
1: No, he doesn't need money.
0: I mean, I fucking hate Rob Zombie His music his movies. I'm not a fucking fan, but <laughs> you know, you don't need money. You're fucking rich. Yeah. You, I mean, you know, you, you can't do this. I'm broke, I need financing. Nah. fuck you. It's crazy. Give it to people that need it. And now there's a woman taking a shit. How appropriate. Back to the film. A shit, hot, shit starter. A hot,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, she's, she's doing the shit starter.
1: And then the, it's funny, the, the way the scene starts, she... Sits down, and you think something's wrong, because she, like, screams. She's like, ah! And she looks up in the, uh... Well, she looks down, and the toilet seat's up. So she's like, fucking man. So she had to put the toilet seat down so she can Which, by the way, to catch everybody up... Oh, yes! We just
0: had a major whoa. Oh. This chick just got... Wow. This movie's actually a, a slash fast.
1: Holy shit.
0: We've got another death of a...
1: Mommy just showed up, and, uh just stab this bitch on the shitter just <clears throat> wow and now Norman just came in here so this kind of changes it up a little bit cause now she's fucking dead and he doesn't know what yeah, happened
0: yeah so that's just it. you know you're not really sure I mean at least I'm not I'm not sure who's doing the killing
1: cause he's also crazy you know he could just take it off and be like what happened right convincing you don't himself oh know, you know? yeah <clears throat> I mean, she just got she got her throat slit, and then she got stabbed and unrolled the toilet paper. I mean, it was a pretty was cool great, scene. Man. I mean, yeah, there's the, some really the, the, intricate kill scenes in this movie. some good makeup in this, too. Yeah. And the lighting's very effective. You know, it's very... He did a damage, good very, very dark and green. Um, this Blu-ray, by the way, just to
0: go on a... No, this thing, is, as far as I'm concerned, is highly recommended.
1: And there's her... Is that just her head, or is that her body? I think
0: that's just her head. Wow. Wow. And now Norman's huffing it. Norman is now officially... No, it's her whole body. I thought it was just her head, but he's now... (laughs) Wow. He just... This is awkward. He's carrying a corpse that he looked like he was making out with while the drunk people run laps around the hotel.
1: (laughs) And they were like, ooh, someone's getting lucky. Now he's just trying to find a place to dump her off. My guess is the uh, little ice icebox over here because he's kind of staring at it you know but this is actually really really entertaining this movie I'm glad you uh, picked this one out
0: yeah it's good I haven't seen it in years
1: now the lighting in this movie is very effective um,
0: there's movies that I love that like immediately when they come out on blu-ray I have to have it whether I watch it or not just the comfort of knowing I can watch it anytime in high definition
1: sure but something with lighting that, like, that uh, James Wan does, who directed, you know, Saw and The Conjuring and all that stuff. Uh, he's very good with directing as far as lighting and and mood is concerned. And a lot of his films, if it's very dark and there's gonna involve a death or something, he usually makes the lighting like black and blue, which is pretty cool, you know.
0: The cinematographer for this film, which I'm not sure who it is, did a hell of a job.
1: Yeah, it looks great. The sets are beautiful,
0: they're crisp, the, the, the Blu ray looks amazing too. It does. There's my sheriff, bud. He's coming to find out what's going on. And
1: it's another Shaft Factory, so of course it looks it looks as, as best as it can be, you know. For the most of their releases, anyway. Yeah. Now you said a few of them look better on other releases than Shaft Factories.
0: Screen Factory stuff, I've been happy with all across the board. Right. Not not necessarily the every title, but just I'm happy with every title I've bought's print. It looks nice. Now, you get into some other companies, that's a whole other ball wax. Right. The only other company that I've loved every print that I've seen from is Arrow. Mm -hmm. And obviously, Twilight Time stuff's off the chain, too. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I didn't mean to go into the whole thing about that out there, folks. But, you know, sometimes you just got to – it's just how it is. It's just – I don't like man. seeing people getting used.
1: Especially fans. Because basically,
0: that like, to go back to my show Wednesday, and I'll stop about this. And I'm sorry, but this is – it's not even right, racist, it's the truth. To me, walking around wearing that shirt saying you donated just tells me you're a, you're a fucking fool. Yeah. You know? You donated to something that – to somebody that – Donating to the wrong cause. You're you're not a bigger fan than me because you're wearing that. Also, also another fun note for you guys out there interested about my show Wednesday. So I'm standing there, and uh, this guy's basically telling me what you know what huge fan he was because he sponsored the singer for this band that I saw and another thing and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what, man, die a fucking car wreck. You know, <laughs> it's like I don't care. I'm not gonna get in a pissing contest with you
1: about a band. It's not like I don't you're helping. It's not like you helped this guy through his cancer and his medical bills. I know
0: it's, like, it's not even fucking talk about this you're, just like, you're just
1: like paying for you're just, your just a Senate. fucking
0: nerd that has too much money and too time on his hand and you have no fucking talent so your way of pretending you're a rock star is donating to these people's causes it's like
1: <laughs> blow me Well, donating to sell something else to somebody you know
0: You know, find something find something good to do with yourself instead of walking around pretending you're something you're not
1: right Oh no, it's just a self, you know, um, glorification thing. Is what it is. So I just—I've never bought into that stuff. I don't need any self gratification. No, you
0: don't need. But you don't need to walk around the sure, show. I donated. I'm the biggest
1: fan here. It's like you know how I donated to. I'm at the show. I paid money to get in. So you know, I don't need to go online and pay $10 towards a CD that's going to come out three years from now that you really didn't need our money to make. You know what I right. mean? So.
0: Well, it's just, it, it. you know, it's not even, how about anything I said specifically of just, it's someone trying to outdo someone else, you know. As if the, sort, of the, fans, if the know. source is there and the band slash filmmaker needs money on that, I think it's a great thing to use sure. Kickstarter. If you're using it to walk around at a show like you're king shit, blow me. Not the band, the, the fans. Well, if you think and about then, it. it, and then, and then if you're if you're on the on the flip end, if you're using it and you don't actually need this stuff financed, so you just don't want to use your money; you'd rather your fans pay for it. Then you're a piece of shit.
1: Well, if people, the kinds of people that are going to put forth their own money towards something like a, a new Whitechapel CD or what have you. Where they know that these people aren't—I mean, they just put out an album a year ago. Surely they just don't all of a sudden need money for doing this, you know? It's like they're still signed to Metal Blade Records. There's no reason why they need to be pandering to fans. It's like, well, we want the best release. It's like well, there's only so much you can do with something. It's not going to come with a flashlight, you know? You're not going to suck my dick for giving you money, so I don't. Well, I mean, th- not even
0: look. And I'm not even saying anybody specifically, but, other than
1: you know, you. Using- well, I'm saying the people that are going to put forth the money to that kind of those right. kind of projects or the people that want the self gratification to be like, yeah, man. I'm Guess bigger what bigger I did? Fan. I donated I'm a money. fan.
0: I'm a bigger fan than you are. It's like if you want to get in a pissing contest, go have it with somebody else. Because I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fucking stupid. But I, I hate going. I hate that because all, all you're doing a, a, as a band is alienating your fan base. Right. These are our real fans. Now, thanks for coming and buying a shirt and buying a ticket to the show. But go fuck yourself because they donated to our record. It's like, "You know what, man?" Uh, I would donate to a record if someone actually needed the money for it, and it was somebody that I had a respect for, but someone that actually has money that's out there begging for cash using that thing, I think it's awful very low because... Well, it, you're alienating your fan base doing that. You're, you're going, these are our real fans because they donated to make this record. A,
1: if you have a fan base, you can provide them with stuff on your own.
0: <clears throat> it, it's the same thing as if... And I'm sure if you guys have done this, if you're fans like Corey and I, or you go to these shows, you'd like to maybe talk to... Not everybody you go see, but some of the people you go see, you'd like to talk to them for a minute. And you... And you're there to do that, and you can't do it because some whore is shaking her ass, or some drunk dipshits trying to talk to him about, you know, tonight's basketball game, or just some fucking dumb bullshit. And you can't actually. You either are having a good conversation that gets fucking ruined by some fucking whore or some fucking hick, or or it's even worse. It's both. You've got the whore shaking her ass and the fucking hick that's drunk talking about the basketball game, and they're both wearing I donated shirts. It's like, what a fucker. he's like, this is my wife. why want fuck her? It's just fucking... And we run into that shit all the time. It's fucking... It just shouldn't be like that. It's like, you know... It, number one, I don't drink when I go to shows anyway because I'm there because the, the high to me is watching the show. You know? It's like... It's fucking stupid, and you just end up people showing their ass and fucking trying to and have a good time, or, or even talk to one of the members of the band about something, you know, about the music, or maybe you know anything legitimate, and and then other people that are there, not just us, other people that are there that are trying to that can't we can't can't end up getting to do that because there's some you know whore or some dipshit down there fucking talking about absolutely nothing, and I guess what hurts me the most is when they would rather talk to them. It's like, okay.
1: Oh, we just found out that Jeff was the one killing people. Totally Jeff in the mommy. You kind of find that out when he finds uh, that last chick that just got stabbed. Because he comes out immediately and finds her body. Miller light bottle.
0: Lowenbrow. Basically,
1: basically Jeff was just trying to, to make some money. That's why he was getting all those women, you know. It's fucking crazy. But I think as far as, as, as shows and stuff like that, everyone has a different uh, idea of a... And Norman just ooh. hit him with a fucking ashtray in the head. And he got right up, because Jeff Fahey does what he does. Um, <laughs> they got Woody Woodpecker on TV. Um, you know, I think people have a different definition. Oh, Norman just <laughs> hit fucking... Jeff Fahey in the head with a fucking lamp. Yeah, you can't... I mean, Jeff Fahey's awesome, but you can't stop Norman Bates, you know. Um, People have a different definition of what a good time is at a show. And they don't understand that their good time ruins other people's good times. So if you're just a a drunk asshole at a show, it's like, don't you want to go to a show and enjoy the show? But you realize no, that? it's not
0: a fashion show. You're, you're, not, you're, not in, you're not in sixth period in high school. Well, or maybe it's like you are. being
1: trash isn't cool, you know?
0: And Norman just took out Duke Jeff Fahey with his own guitar. And he said watch
1: twice, the guitar. Twice. Three was, times. Yeah, that guitar. Four times. That guitar is toast. Five times.
0: Six times. Mm-hmm. He just Pete Townsend.
1: <laughs> I mean, you can't out-crazy Norman Bates. No. Jeff Fahey tried, he was pretty good at it, but Norman Bates is the real deal, you know. Basically he stole his, his mom and she's like in the little hotel room with her. And Norman's went bye bye, just like what he would pack on like cartoon. Yeah. I mean this, this film takes a pretty good turn. I mean it's This movie's actually really good. Yeah, it's very ballsy. It's good. There's a lot to it. Um, but I no, no, I have a lot of fun at shows Most of the time But you know. We do we, I,
0: and, and I don't want to paint that picture That we don't right. But you have to admit And you
1: said this yourself I'm quoting you
0: There's always some ass Every time we go
1: Yeah there's always one
0: There's always one asshole There's sometimes more with them but
1: There's yeah. more But you have to avoid them and, and basically what you do Is you know I mean sometimes You just can't avoid them If you're trying to To meet bands And stuff like that That's where it's going to happen, you know, most likely, because that's what they're wanting to do. But usually they're just – usually they're drunk people, you know. It's like people can't handle their fucking liquor. Well,
0: they can, and then, but all of a sudden, you know, it's just it, – again, it's an alienated fan base when you give special privileges to some people and fuck everybody else. It's, it's a right. shitty way to run a business because bottom line, kids, you're uh, – Filmmaker, or you're in a band, and I'm specifically saying talking about bands here, though, for real, it's a business. Right. And, you know, you either treat everybody the same, you shouldn't give special privileges to certain people, it's fucking stupid. Right. I have so much respect for people that don't do that.
1: Right. I mean, everybody should be treated equally, even if you don't... Uh, if you're not donating money to a Kickstarter campaign... You're going to shows. Yeah, you paid to get in. You bought CD. Obviously, you're a fan. You're listening to their music somewhere. You
0: bought a shirt. You did something. You bought a sticker, whatever.
1: And even if you download their music, it's like, you know. Uh, right, but you you're paid supporting. to get in the show.
0: You paid to get in the show. If you're in the show,
1: you're supporting it because yep. you're seeing them. You know. uh,
0: Everybody should be treated the same. If you want to walk up and talk, you should be able to do that. Right. And, and to me, it's on them. It's like you chose to do this lifestyle. You don't walk around and act like, you know, you're fucking, you know. I don't know the Phantom of the Opera where you're, you know, you're fucking scooting around in the shadows. You know if you you know you want to do this, then do it. You
1: know, I know some nights people aren't in the mood to you know to to talk to people. You know you can perform and do your job. It's the same with anything. But when you come off stage, I understand sometimes uh, shit's not going right. Maybe with people you know at home or, or fucking with you or something with your own finances on the road or fucking with you, and you know you just don't want to deal with fans. Uh, bugging you, which, you know, I can understand that because with some of the fans we've ran into, you know, ourselves in the middle of shows, you know, I wouldn't want to meet some of those people. Oh, sure. But, you know, it's it's part of the job, you know, it's something you gotta do. You don't have to meet everybody, just, just think of it as once you get off the stage, you know, technically you're not off of your job yet until you go on that bus and go home, you know, or go to the next show. So you're still doing a job, but the fun part of it is is to step off and, and just interact with people and meet people. I mean, Norman
0: Bates fucking will kill you, but he's nice to you first. Right, yeah. You know, it's just there's something everybody can learn today from Norman Bates. You know, you can pile up bodies, you can kill people, but, you know, at least be nice about
1: it. At least be at least be human. Yeah, and he's like the boy next door type when you first meet yeah. him, you know. Now he's just got this body in the back of his car. It's the one that was
0: in the ice cooler. I'm pretty sure it's the chick. Oh, shit. I don't
1: know which one it is. I think it's Jeff
0: Fahey.
1: No, it was a chick, I thought. Oh, it was Jeff. It's almost like he's this is great. Damn! It's almost like he's met his match in this film, you know. But he, he, but of course he doesn't. But he's got like an adversary in this film. It's pretty cool. You know, the, the, in the infamous water. Hmm. Oh you. shit!
0: And Norman is sinking like a stone with Jeff Fahey that's wrapped in plastic into this lagoon. Which is actually really cool.
1: It is cool. And he's still got his foot on his neck uh, drowning him.
0: That freaked me out being down in that shit. It's like real cloudy yeah. water and... You've got, uh, like, tree branches and shit in there and fucking all kinds of other bullshit. He's trying to swim through it to get up there, get to the top, get some air. And water freaks me out. Me too.
1: Like when you swim, you can't see the bottom. That freaks me out. (laughs) There's the redheaded chick.
0: Apparently this lagoon is a body farm.
1: Well, he's also hallucinating stuff too. That so too, you know, maybe. She you never would. know. With Was she movies. there,
0: or is the like a body farm? <laughs> It'd be
1: cool either way. But uh, you know, you never know with with Norman Bates what he's seeing and what he's not seeing. You know, adds a little confusion to the movie, but definitely. It's it's a good way. If I'm not mistaken, that guy is. Uh, I want to say he's Hank Schrader. And we're back at the Bates Motel. Boom. I think the guy that plays Hank Schrader in Breaking Bad is in this film. That's who that looked like. I don't know. I've never watched that. It's a great show. It's really I've heard that. It's one of those,
0: but, you know, I've just never sat down.
1: It's, I mean, it's like five seasons. I mean, you'd. So well, the side
0: say, note with it, are they or are they not selling meth in that show? Yes. I was robbed by and almost killed by a meth addict, so It was never an appealing title for me.
1: It's not like they're it's like, hey, Scott. It's not like they're <laughs> they're not like well, I don't know you. The main character is like not on it, doing it. It's because he knows he can make a lot of money. He's like a chemistry teacher that gets cancer and he's gonna die. So he's like, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna make all this money for my kids or whatever. Oh, okay. But it's crazy, like he turns into a fucking kingpin and it's pretty awesome. I mean, I've
0: heard it's a good show, I, I'm not saying bad about it, I've never seen it. But.
1: Right, you know.
0: But when people walk up to me and like, man, it's about math, I'm like, okay, have a good day. Yeah, I don't... Plus it's on the Walking Dead Network.
1: The Walking Dead.
0: And now the hitchhiker girl is walking up the stairs in the Bates' house, I'm assuming looking for Norman.
1: Right.
0: And she found him.
1: Ho <laughs> that just an accident?
0: Yeah, he accidentally knocked her down the stairs and stabbed her in the back of the fucking neck.
1: It's insane.
0: Because he thought I heard his mother go, Norman? <laughs> Norman Norman? <laughs> That's what kind This of is awesome. actually
1: from eighty six, this movie. Eighty three. It says 86 on here. 83, it says 83 on the packaging, but that's apparently 2 is from 83. And 3 is from 86. No, it says
0: 1983. Plus, I saw this in third grade, so.
1: I don't
0: know. Somebody flubbed on that. It's 83 because Psycho 2 is either 81 or 82. Because they did this back to back. Because Psycho 2 actually made a shitload of money. I don't think this did.
1: Well, it says two. There's some I don't know why. I don't know. That, that's wrong. It's like the entire internet's wrong. Um, You're on IMDb and it's 83. Uh, Rotten
0: Tomatoes. Is saying it's eighty six? Yeah. That's not right. I can show you the back of that thing, it's eighty three. Oh no. Hell I saw it in eighty three. It
1: was very strange.
0: And there's a woman running around with a tie iron.
1: It's always a nice image. Wow. What's that? This movie came out on my birthday. July 2nd. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. Psycho 3 came out on Corey's birthday. Booty woo.
0: This is the woman that's wandering around the house with the tire, and she was the one that Jeff Fahey was talking to earlier. Yeah,
1: at the bar, yeah. One of his many bar bitches.
0: <laughs> not really sure. It's, it's been so long since I've seen this, I don't remember her role in this. She may be the she's daughter. she talking of, to. I think him, she's the know. daughter of <clears throat> the woman that claimed to be his real mother in part two that he hit with the fucking shovel.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And now she's going to hit him with a fucking tire
1: to get revenge, I
0: actually carry one of those in my car. So oh. if you ever try to jack Doctor West, remember I'm carrying a tire iron.
1: Among other things, he's got his little medical toolkit somewhere in there.
0: I do have that beside me as well.
1: The buzz saw, you know, which is is good to have. Our bone saw, yeah. Do you have any uh, death metal you've been listening to lately? You know.
0: I was listening to Morticians' classic, hacked up for barbecue. Actually, on the way to do this podcast.
1: Always oh, nice. That's and
0: nice. I just really love it. I don't know. I love them. I think they're completely unsung heroes of that scene. No, it's great. Of brutal death metal, I think they're the shit. Sure. Uh, I've been listening to the new Obscura. I don't know why I like it. Is I it good? It a few months ago, yeah, I like it. I don't know. Huh? For tech death stuff, I think it's kind of cool. Right. And there's Norman in all his glory as mother. Yeah. And you probably shouldn't have came in that house carrying a tire. And now well, you're she in.
1: dropped it. Now she's fucked.
0: And you're locked in.
1: He's in mother mode. Yeah, he's been waiting on this. You don't tell Norman he's not his mom. That's not how it works. She's like a detective, I guess.
0: We're at the climax of the scene. We're finding out all these different things about Mrs. Spool, the woman that got the shovel to the head in Part 2 beginning of this film
1: basically she she killed his Norman's father and uh, took him in as her child I've been listening to uh Blood Red Throne actually They're like a sleeper band They're very Very awesome
0: Never listened to them Really? No I've heard of them
1: They're French I believe They're uh I've seen them once But I've always liked them I don't know Now he's actually Stabbing the The mother The corpse
0: I think that That might be Mrs. Spool
1: Yeah Damn, Yeah, there's just fucking dust everywhere. I'm so this is a very uh, emotional film.
0: You're right. There are saying Psycho through is is eighty six, but I'm telling you, it says right there eighty three.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. I don't. Unless it's a misprint on the on the desk, I don't know. Okay, Blood Red Throne is actually from Norway, so... Never listen to them.
0: I will check them out. <clears throat> um,
1: I'm actually going to go to the Shout Factory page and see where it, what it lists the movie. Psycho 3. about Psycho 3
0: Former mental patient Norman Bates is once again operating his infamous motel It also says 1986 I don't know All I know is I saw this fucking thing a million years ago The package says 83
1: It does I saw that I'm going to look on Shop Factory. Maybe Maybe they did a misprint
0: where Psycho 2 is 83 and this is 86 and there's a flurb on the packaging I don't know. Because my packaging says 83. It does. We will let Mr. Gorecross verify that right now.
1: Oh, I looked at it earlier and I saw that it, you know. I don't know. It says right there. Sorry for the bad information, kids. But see, the copyright right here says 86. Universal on this. And
0: then the thing down at the thing says
1: 83. It does. (laughs) Oh, God.
0: What a clusterfuck hey I'll just say this kids if we're given the wrong information then the doctor can't give you the correct information <laughs> we all don't know everything and we're at our title screen Anthony and uh, see Anthony it says production Bates is going
1: to jail says production date on the shout factory page 1986 it's just it's a fl- look right there on their there is on here it says 1983 93 minutes and then if you go to the copyright below that it'll say 1986 Universal Studios so it is initially on there, and it's that that part of it's wrong. We dropped the ball.
0: I'm sorry. Well, hey, we, we, we found well, it out. Well, we were given bad information. I can't control that. So I was in sixth, so actually, summer of fifth grade going into sixth grade when I saw Psycho 3 at the drive-in.
1: And <laughs> it was on my birthday, but I wouldn't be Well no, Actually,
0: can we check this real quick, too? Because this will maybe. Shed this up Was Psycho 2 1983
1: That was 83 Okay That makes sense Right And maybe that's where they Messed it up later I think said. yeah
0: Somebody the printing error there uh, It's a, it's okay Scream Factory You can send us some free swag And we'll forget about it <laughs> But uh, yeah well, anyway, Still love your stuff And this Blu-ray is fantastic It was
1: great it's Special great features
0: movie. are fucking awesome And uh, it's just good
1: shit Has a great ending Like all the, the Psycho movies do any uh, closing thoughts from the doctor?
0: You know, sometimes you just got to uh, wing it and buy some of these Blu-rays, but I, this is one that's definitely, I think it's a solid choice, and I, it I great, love yeah. it. I've, I've had it for a couple of years, I've just never watched it. Bought it the day it came out, because I had to have it. I'm real like... Michael Westmore! Fuck yeah, Michael West... Hold on, I've got to do this. Michael Westmore did the fucking makeup in this. He is the god of... Star Trek Next Generation, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Voyager, Star Trek Enterprise. He was the makeup guy for you Trekkies out there. I'm a Trekkie. Michael fucking Westmore did the makeup for this. Just thought and thing. Sorry. Awesome. Had a nerd attack just then. Awesome. Very awesome. That's my
1: closing. With all point this horror up. stuff, Star Trek is always close by somewhere.
0: Michael Westmore did the fucking makeup. That's fucking awesome.
1: That's pretty cool. I've got
0: a nerd boner right now, but
1: yeah. Well, um, yeah. I think that that about wraps it up. Um, I will just say the the movie because I had never seen it before, loved it. I would actually highly recommend it. I will probably buy it uh, myself for my collection. I really I really enjoyed this. Uh, it was a great movie. Jeff Fahey is is fucking insane and he's great. Um, uh. And um. Uh, yeah, just 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 buy your your movies and watch your your horror movies and listen to your death metal. And uh, always do that. Stay fucking gory. And I've been Corey Gore Christ. And with me, as always, Dr. Vincent West. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs>